0: Alright man, so y'all done help me pull up on the scene again. I'm about to give mm, y'all my top five. Number five. All right, we're gonna start with last week's champion, Mash Freak. I might pull up to the scene with a jar of mayonnaise and ask if it's an instrument. Mm, I
1: like that. I like I like that. I like that, I like that SpongeBob all had that effect on all of our lives, bro. <laughs> it's like that's the one thing that anybody anybody can agree on is Spongebob. You know what I'm saying? Let me get it. number
0: four. All right, my boy E rolling on the Molly might
1: pull up on the scene in a Lambo, but it's got an Uber sticker on the front. Exactly, bro. Exactly. I'm I'm coming to scoop people up in a one in a one extra seat in the vehicle. You know what in I'm saying? The Lambo. My, in a Lambo. My engine is in the trunk. He doing the Uber pool, bro. My trunk is in the front. Exactly. Let's get it.
0: Number three Number three My boy Bill Goodman I might pull up on the scene With two eye patches And some questions And say I'm a double blind study
1: <laughs> that's, that's just That's just a good joke in That's general. a great joke This is a great joke I like I like the one that he put up When he was like I might pull up on the scene In three to five business days You know what I'm saying He might get <laughs> delivered To the scene You know hey, man. I gotta give Shout out to Bill Bill funny man He, he a consistent. star bro
0: he, he come with heat every time. Two thumbs up for Bill being funny. Two thumbs down for Kevin for sneaking that extra pull up on the scenes into my top five. Okay. I'll da- I will never appreciate that. Okay. Bro. Okay. Number two. All right. Number two. This is rough for me, man. I ain't know how, I want to choose between these two, but number two is going to go to Paul McCrary.
1: I okay. might pull
0: up to the scene in theaters this fall. <coughs>
1: That's that's great. Yeah, this is this is hitting that level where people are doing better than I would do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and so,
0: nah, but like the first, I might pull up.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I might pull up was the original movie. You know what I'm saying? I might pull up and then and then after the, the mystery the, wasn't solved, the sequel. The sequel was I might pull up too. The, Com Cola, the scene. That one went straight to DVD. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Hey, straight to Netflix. <laughs> straight, man. straight to the flicks. <laughs> That's hard, Paul. <laughs> yeah, let's get shout
0: out to Paul. <laughs> All right, man. Number one, but we're gonna give him a good normal drum roll this time. Is that okay,
1: bro? What's what do you mean a normal drum roll? We're gonna give him a good five seconder. Just start the drum roll, bro. All right. <laughs> well dang! Yeah. you go fine cut off the drum roll we fine got an apple. You, it's <laughs> lying, you it's your it's your part of the show sure take off the drum Jeez. roll go ahead all right Ryan Easter
0: Brooks, thanks for being a champion I might pull up on the scene with the fresh Twitter account. Made just for pulling up on the scene with Clown School
1: That's hard Hugs Shout out to Ryan, bruh hey, He hacked the system, bro No, but that's legit, though like, I think bruh had a new Twitter And just pulled up on the scene Off the first couple of tweets the And first? I gotta respect that I
0: gotta respect it. Bro. Yeah,
1: there's some good guys over there They they do a podcast called uh, Wikipod Where they like talk about like Wikipedia articles and stuff And that's on hard They shouted us out on there So shout out to them double time
0: Shout out, what's the name of it? At Wikipod 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 At Wikipod Ah, you ready to get into this?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah Into this interview? Yeah, so that's a a top one Uh, Throw the applause on that I need it Uh, And keep keep, Of course, yeah Keep hitting us up on the Twitter and the Facebook Um, But today, what do we got? Alright man we got our interview Our first interview bro. Yeah we got our first Our week.
0: first guest
1: Our first guest You know what I'm saying Hey they just signed into the Xbox In the Xbox You know what I'm saying They ain't used nobody's profile <laughs> <laughs> Who cut that joke out That was trash <laughs> I'm gonna leave was, it no, in No please Please <laughs> Please Please <bye>. Please <laughs> <laughs> That was so bad If you leave it in You gotta leave all this banter After it in As well i meet you halfway Alright anyway So we got a uh, Guest Bro was like a sword swallower. We thought we was gonna come in with the LOLs and man. then he hit us with that. He hit us with a life. With that life. With that life. That life, that life in LOLs ain't gonna always come hand to hand, bro. It's yeah. a, it's, it might exchange, you and know? I appreciate
0: that, man. Yeah. This man, first of all, he an OG clown, like a
1: real clown. Let's just let the episode start now. Hey, welcome to Clown School, everybody. Today we got a special guest, Cool Hand Hayes. He gonna be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. Make some sure known know this Clown School. Hey, hey, I might pull up on the scene eat, eating the bucket of. You know what I'm saying? I might pull up on the scene eating the bucket of crab arms. You know what I'm saying? Crab arms, not yeah. the legs, not the legs just, though, <laughs> just the arms. Like I'm like, hey, bro. Uh, can you give me the arms instead of the legs? And then they're like, "Oh, we don't serve." I'm like, "Let me yeah. speak to your manager." It's the cheapest part, exactly, really exactly. Incredible. How you might pull up on the scene? Hey, right.
2: well, I might pull up on the scene um, as a mayonnaise salesman, um, <laughs> how I usually do. Yeah, yeah, um, and I drop in from a rope, obviously, yes. out of the ceiling, ah. upside down, arms spread. Tell them, hello, yeah. I'm here.
1: Who wants some freaking mayonnaise? Exactly, bro. Like, I, Beautiful. I, honestly, bro, I didn't know any. I felt like that was like in the hand, but a mayonnaise salesman. Like yeah. Number one, you got to drop in from a rope. Number two, mayonnaise school. Yeah, right. First <laughs> thing in mayonnaise school. Man, I graduated from mayonnaise school back in 05, bro. Mm. Oh, class of 05. Yeah, yeah. You know Donnie. Donnie, bro. That's my Donnie dog. Donnie mayonnaise. Man, I might pull up on the scene with Donnie mayonnaise <laughs> from the mayonnaise. It's crazy because, like, Donnie mayonnaise is the son of Jeffrey mayonnaise. And we all know that his granddad created mayonnaise in general. So I'm like, why are you in the school? He's a legend. You should know it. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like somebody who grew up speaking Spanish in Spanish class, bro. Like yeah. bro, like it should you should have had some
0: nepotism going. Yeah, on. like yeah. bro,
1: you should know mayonnaise. Like that should be your thing. I don't know. I don't understand how you might pull it's up. Disgusting. On, exactly. Tradition
0: exactly. is
2: just being lost. It's though, lost, lost in that one yeah. thing, bro. It's Look, the I'm, internet.
1: I yeah. might pull up on the same, you know what I'm saying, and spin around like Michael Jackson, right? Ow. And turn into dust, like the Remember the Time music video. Eddie Murphy gonna be there. Eddie Murphy gonna be, there. <laughs> be at that jail. It's like let my girl go. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be like that. I might pull
2: up on the scene um, trying to blow up a golf ball with a basketball pump. You know what I mean? Wow, and you're, if, that's you're,
1: beautiful. You have... <laughs> Awesome at this, <laughs> hands
2: in the air, um, exactly. like I just don't care, but I really do. Yeah, uh, yeah deeply. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you just full of put... fear and insecurity, uh, just sort of wandering around in the dark at a neighborhood that I'm like not too familiar with, but I, uh, but I'm looking for
0: water. Exactly, bro. You know, I'm I, a fan of this golf ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pump yeah. Basketball. Yeah, like hey. that
1: was hard. Like I, I, I might pull up on the scene trying to replace Jord with you uh, <laughs> at
0: this <laughs> oh. portion of my <laughs> I might pull up on. The scene and be okay with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> go yeah, ahead yeah, man yeah. you got to do what's best for yourself
1: hey so we have a we have a guest is that is that how to properly do that yeah we man. have a guest bro we have a dude he's super super cool Thank he's you. a sore swallower he's a magician All type of things that I want to do. Wait, wait,
2: correction. I'm not a magician. Not a magician? No. I thought,
1: well, I apologize. I I thought I saw a magician on your um, Facebook.
2: I I had a partner um, for a long time, uh, Bascom Shadows, who was uh, my magician in my show. He's like like a brother to me, one of my favorite people in the world. Um, Was that the dude I met? He's out traveling right now. Um, You. I don't think you met him.
0: Okay, okay. I don't okay. think
1: he hasn't been here for about six months.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Yeah. I remember I remember where I met you, but it was, I was doing these shows, uh, shout out to Kyle Gillis. We was doing these shows where we was traveling oh, around. Oh, wait, no, you
2: did meet him yeah. at the house. You did yeah. meet
1: him. Yeah, you did. So we was doing these shows when we was going around and delivering the LOL. Mm-hmm. Like, we was legit going to shows, doing comedy. So <laughs> we was doing, we was doing, the, uh... Shows and we stop at these. This show, right? We stop at this house. This is the most interesting thing because I, you know, I get to the point. Okay, bro, that's what you here for the edit. So <laughs> I'm, I'm in. So I'm in the. uh Of course, I grew up in Southwest Atlanta, bro. So everybody I saw, same exact person, bro. And we pull up, and it was every person I wanted to meet mm. when I was a kid. Yeah, bro. it was like Beautiful. this dude. This dude, he was a magician. And he was like magicianed out, but he he had on like gear like a clown, bro. And so they he's had a like... clown
2: and a
0: magician. Oh, you know? man. oh wow! I'm a bit of a clown myself. That's the, that's, that's cool, bro. That's top level, and, yeah. Like ambitions,
1: ah! Bruh. No. Stop, bruh. Stop. <laughs> Wait, bruh. So you keep a horn on you at all? Yeah, time? just in
2: case. Uh... You never know when you might have to squeak something into business. I know?
1: agree. I agree, bruh. Look, so they pulled up. It was, and then like, it was, we was doing the show, right? And then after y'all was like, yeah, man, we going to do, we going to do a little show afterwards. And then, so are swallowing, bruh. So are swallowing, like swallowing, swallowing, so how did you get into that?
2: Well, um, first of all, I got a question. Do yeah. they call it SWATs? Because of the fly problem. Zing. (laughs) Zing. Uh, Well, I got into sword swallowing. I got to work on my comedic timing. That's the thing. I'll, you know, come up with a brilliant joke, and then I'll just say it to myself like 20 minutes after I've left because I was, like, uh, embarrassed (laughs) to say it. At the time, Bro. and it would have killed.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got plenty. You got plenty of other skills, though. <laughs> <laughs> like it don't matter how. It, like, like my, when I, my only job is to say some semi-humorous things. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you take the risk of just. Cutting them insides Cutting them insides.
2: That is true. It is very dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but I got into it because, yeah. uh, so years ago, I, I uh, hitchhiked around the country and I hopped trains and stuff. And yeah. I, I did that for a uh, better part of a decade. That sounds uh, dangerous. It, it was, definitely. I've been in some really, uh, really, uh, uh, some extremely dangerous situations and some uh very near scrapes with death i've actually died a couple times what so we have to discuss those yeah just heroin overdoses and, oh man and i jumped off a bridge one time in chattanooga and uh in like a bout of uh i was having like a two-week-long panic attack and i was trying to drown it with alcohol and it wasn't working so i like jumped off this bridge like 125 feet into Dang. the river uh to try and like snap myself out of it. You know, I wasn't trying to kill myself. Yeah, but was, I just I was just like I needed this you, you had shit to, to stop and I thought maybe doing something extreme. I was I had also drank like uh like a third of a half gallon of yeah. whiskey in like three hours that morning. So I wasn't quite thinking Amen. straight.
1: So you know? I got a question. I got a follow up question. Yeah. So when you hit the water, mm-hmm. do that like hurt? Fuck yeah it hurt.
2: Yeah. Oh hurt. man. Yeah, it was uh shattered two vertebrae as right really? when I hit, and, yeah. it, and it ripped my tain open. So I went, I went, I like uh, walked to the bar that we had been drinking at, yeah. Right after that, and I didn't know my shit was all fucked up like that yet because I yeah. was in shock, you know. So I felt okay. My chest was like swollen up like this, like a yeah. microwave dinner. It was like a, an inch, like just out like of an my inch out your chest in this oval, like a like a really shitty Iron Man.
0: Yeah. yeah! Wow, um, the best story I ever heard. man. Wow, you you immediately. And so did it work? It snapped you out of it? No, oh, I was still 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 freaking out. Still freaking um, They shot me up with uh,
2: Delauded at the hospital, and that snapped me out of it. That was when I finally like
0: relaxed. Did that first? We, yeah, yeah I, that's
2: what I, But you know, the funny thing is, that's exactly what I was trying not to do because I was. You know, trying to stay away oh, from opiates. Okay. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All I right. just got clean from heroin yeah, yeah. Uh, a few months before yeah. that, yeah. and um, and so, but you know, long story short, that's what finally calmed me down with some opiates. So, um, and I and I've got a lot of strategies nowadays that don't involve any drugs, you know, whatsoever, and and work very very well. But at the time, I didn't have any of that. Yeah. So
1: so so, are you like soup like a hundred percent? Good now, like yeah, clean I and just, everything.
2: Yeah, I just I drink uh, a lot of caffeine. I smoke what nicotine. Else, what else? What's up? We and and gotta insert that gas applause. Station boner
1: pills. That, well, that's, that's my shit. What else? Hey, that's better than heroin, bro. It's great. Uh, but throw the applause on that, brother. Gotta get the applause on that. That's man. what's up. I'm glad man. you found something. Yeah, yeah three and a half years. Really? What well, yeah. else what's up, man. You know, actually, after
2: I got clean this time, I. Um, I started working at the treatment center I was at, yeah. and I went to school for drug counseling. Really? I graduated that it was. Uh, it took me two years, and um, and I worked as a peer counselor that that t- for during that time at a place called Tengu. Yeah. Um, and then since then, the way I bought that truck, I did a private counseling gig for a family friend. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, I made you know I, it was a very very low rate, but yeah. I but I was there the entire time at yeah. her house, so. By the time, I, I wasn't spending any money, so when I got done, I had, like, 1500 bucks, and I
1: bought my up, truck,
2: and now I'm traveling all over,
0: uh, performing, and it's It's, it's been amazing. But we, the two things,
2: you know, sort of a, supported each
0: other. We got us a very interesting man in front of us, so we must take advantage
1: of this opportunity. So, let's review. Okay, so you basically had some troublesome, troublesome times. Yeah. Um, got through, mm-hmm. and then you had that moment... Right when you fell and hit the water in Chattanooga, yeah, yeah. got hurt, got drunk, got better. Was that the moment when you realized, "Hey, I got to get clean"? No,
2: far from Not it. No, far from it. Yeah, that was that was probably uh, six years before I six finally years. got clean. Yeah, yeah, I went back out uh, there for a long time after that. But uh, so right what? after that, I, I think I, I think I got sober for like a couple weeks and then. Yeah.
1: So what was the moment that made you be like, yo, I gotta get clean a hundred percent?
2: You know, there, there was a, it was a collection of things. It was, that was more of a sort of a slow burn. Yeah. You know, um, or a, for a, a long con, yeah. Um, I was in New York for the last three years. I was using. I was shooting up in my neck all the time because I all my veins were were burned everywhere yeah. else from from shooting up a crack and yeah. coke. It'll it'll really um sort of collapse your veins, yeah, um and harden Damn. them so you can't you can't get a needle into yeah. them. And, um, and also the 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 intensity of the feeling in your neck is is you know far greater. Obviously, it goes right. To the brain yeah, yeah, yeah. um but it's also very dangerous and and you know and it was it was just like that's that's the end of the end of the line yeah, yeah. well yeah. hey man and, and i was there scraping the bottom you know for about two and a half years straight i was in and out of rikers island all the time you know you see it in yeah in uh law and order yeah all the time, ding, ding. yeah I yeah the rikers island. what's ding, his name ding. At rikers island So I was there uh, a lot, like maybe uh, seven months Uh, out of the last year and a half. I was up there just back and forth, you know, Wow, not straight, Um, which would have been better actually, because each time you go there, you're in the bullpens for like five to six days before you even see the doctor and then you get placed in a bed. So every time you go, I would go there and go for a week. So I'd be like kicking heroin Mm -hmm. on the floor in the bullpens for five days and then get a bed for two days, and then get released, and then three days later, right back. Right back, same yeah. thing, another five day, you know. Wow, and, man. So how long do you yeah. get sick when you... Um, about, you know, depending on your habit, depending on the amount you're doing um, daily, it can be anywhere from uh, six, seven
1: days to, like, two weeks, you know. Wow. Dang. Wow. So did you... So did you start sword swallowing when you say what is it after this was after all that after, after i all got clean after you um, got clean blade
0: ain't nothing now I yeah
2: know. yeah that's you know that's yeah, pretty part much that, of it yeah. is some of the like pain stuff that i do like i got my tongue split when i was in new orleans a couple months ago with with no anesthetic and a, and and it was a really uh beautiful experience for me because i it it, it sort of desensitized me to pain i was sticking myself yeah. you know All day, every day, you know, between fifteen and twenty times usually each day, and and it and it that that um that sort of like pain came to be associated with a reward in my in my mind. Wow. Um, and and so it's so now when you feel pain, so now yeah, It gives me a Sort of a satisfaction. Yeah, it's not sexual how it is for some people. Yeah, I'm actually not into like uh I'm not sadomasochist in any way sexually yeah. um other than maybe a little bit of light choking, you know what I mean but like <laughs> you know um you know what I mean. but but uh it it gives me a sort of a spiritual satisfaction okay. i suppose um okay. and so um and and something about all of that somehow uh you know this didn't really happen on purpose, but it's just what happened it sort of culminated um you know, and some of this has to do with... The, there was, like, this, uh, this maturity uh, uh, sort of, like, peace and, and understanding and compassion that was sort of festering inside of me this whole time. Yeah. Um, and I say festering because it was, like, it was growing there, but it was, like, grotesque until I was able to embrace it. Wow. Um, you know, it was something that caused me pain. Yeah. Um, Because it was like there was some deep seated recognition of the folly of what I was doing every day. Yeah. You know, and and some sort of recognition of uh, opportunity in the opposite direction. But I just felt so utterly hopeless all the time. You know, I didn't think that that was possible for me. And basically what happened, you know, what what did it for me wasn't negative consequence negative Mm -hmm. consequences never stopped me you know from um it was it was that hope you know sort of blossomed anew within me and that and that you know uh, then turned into a a sort of a a fervor uh, that I wanted to live and and more importantly that it was possible yeah um and so I like grabbed a hold of that and it took me a few months after that. Basically, my father visited me in jail when I was up in Rikers. Yeah, and that you know I thought everyone in my life had written me off long, long ago, um, and I didn't think I was lovable or worthy of any of anyone's affection. You yeah, know? and it like uh, something in me snapped, and I just wept, you know, just in the middle of this visitation room. Yeah, and proudly too. You know, it was like. Uh, a very spiritual experience. I hadn't, I hadn't really uh, been capable of experiencing any sort of emotional release or catharsis in in years. So this, it was like this great opening of my spirit happened at that moment. And then from uh, over the next few months, I tried to get sober at some various um, uh, like publicly funded rehabs up there because I had Medicaid, mm. and um, they were and they were terrible. Um, and I just couldn't like, there was, there was no food, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't, they weren't feeding us anything. They weren't feeding y'all. No, I mean, oh, like, mentally. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. And, and there was, there was no coping strategies. There was no, um, attitude adjustment going on. It was just like, they housed us there with a bunch of other drug addicts who still wanted to get fucked up all the time. And so that didn't really uh, help. It didn't help. Really? And so as soon as my food stamps would come in, I'd, I'd dip yeah and go sell them and and uh and eventually i i decided to come back here and get clean and ever since it's been uh january 3rd 2014 um you've been clean yeah well
1: that's what's up man that's a positive that's a great story that's the this is the most important thing that we've ever done on this podcast yeah right.
2: You know, and you were—we were, we were just—we uh, took a break. We were talking about um, silly stuff, and and uh, you know, and f- for me, in in that journey, like silliness, um, the ability to be able to not take oneself so seriously um, has made a magnificent uh, difference really. in my ability to sort of engage with life actively every day and appreciate my experience with it you know what i mean i'm, yeah. I'm a clown at heart and uh, that's
1: great that's and that's great <laughs> and,
2: you know being able to embrace that and i think we all have that you know aspect to us um being able to embrace that and sort of just let oneself um uh, be immersed in wonder yeah you know is has been vital
1: has been a vital move
2: for so you. all i'm saying is that you know all the silliness is important too
1: well, that that's great, man. Because that's that's pretty much all what we are. Fuck yeah! <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's just silliness. <laughs> it's silly So, where you from? I'm from Atlanta.
2: All from right, right. from
1: that, From Atlanta. So, mm-hmm. I, I wanna, I wanna, we 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 we're still we still following one trick Sure. Uh, so, you got so you had that moment with your father. Right. Um. You grew and then, and what brought you to sword swallowing? All right. Like, what so. was that? What what brought you to it? And what was that? Tell us about that first time.
2: Well, when um, back when I was a young kid, um, I was like uh, 19, 20, 21. I was in New Orleans a lot. Mm-hmm. I lived there for a long time, back and forth. And um, there was uh, this group of clown kids there. They call they call you know that's what we call yes. ourselves and um, more more. I, I got a quick question. More just clown people than like necessarily professional clowns or like birthday clowns or anything like that you know just people who uh like to get into hijinks and are good at it one question one question is carny a derogatory term it it just depends it depends on who it is and how it's used i guess and
1: i said it one time and somebody was like that's not a good word and i was like oh i didn't know that it's
2: i mean it's kind of like gypsy I guess ah, it's like okay. uh, some some people who are who are like of uh, of Roma descent or whatever will call themselves gypsies and yeah. then don't take any offense to it. And some people are highly offended by that. By um, that. OK. And and so, uh, you know, same way. And I, I, I know a lot of people who call themselves carnies who work for carnivals. And, yeah. And uh, and a few people who are you know find that offensive or whatever yeah. but but i to be honest with you i'd say most people i know who actually um work on on a carnival lot yeah. uh don't find it offensive don't that's mostly it. something i've heard from people who don't Worked, Work, worked,
1: worked yeah. there. Okay, okay. All right, you can go ahead. We'll uh, continue on with the how you got started. Yeah.
2: So, um, so basically, you know, they would, they, they would all, they all did some kind of sideshow acts, uh, mostly like mental floss or, or like the human blockhead, uh, which is an act that I do.
1: What's that? As what well,
2: is that? it's uh, where you nail a, a nail or some other object into the center of your skull. Uh, oh, it was originated snap. by a fellow named Melvin Burkhart back in the 1920s. It's uh, it's sort of if you go back further, it's really kind of a
1: fakir art form, uh, same as sword swallowing. So wait, so wait, so wait, so you so <laughs> all right, we we so you get on stage right mm-hmm. and you take a hammer and nail mm-hmm. and just go to work.
2: Yeah, I use a letter opener instead of a nail.
1: Oh man, I'm, do you ever like nail stuff to your head?
2: I have uh, had money stapled all over my head before, yeah, for
1: real. Yeah, with a stapler gun. Do you? Yeah. Uh, that's 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 live, bro. So, I, I I can't do that, but I wish I could. Do do so when? All right. So when, do you ever like? What what would you say? How long have you had some staple to your face before it became an issue? Never, never. So like once you staple, it, it could just be there forever. Yeah,
2: I mean. It'd get infected after yeah, if you just left it in indefinitely. But I, but I'll you know keep it there for the rest of the show or whatever, and you know usually half an hour at the most.
1: Ah oh, man! And
2: then you, you got to get pliers pretty much on to the forehead because the bone's right there. Yeah. And yeah.
1: T- Gotta yeah. get it out, and
2: it'll swell up a little bit and stuff. But oh man, it will heal. It's, it's, <laughs> nothing. it's nothing. It's
1: nothing to him. <laughs> it's nothing. This cool, guy. How now, do okay. people? How
0: do people usually respond to to the human blackhead thing? You know? like um, they it you know that's one of those
2: things. Just like any kind of sideshow or or any yeah any kind of like sort of bizarre human trick. Uh, to me, the absolute most important part of the entire thing is the way that it's presented. It's the pitch beforehand um that sort of guides the audience into a certain state of um of being into a certain dimension a certain way before of, like, you present yeah the actual act itself mm-hmm. um so it you can you can create a sense of wonderment and apprehension simultaneously while also getting the audience to trust you and and want you to succeed Okay. You know, and if you can do all of that before you do the act, people receive it people very on well. Board. So, so um, especially you, if you do the act well, yeah.
1: Um, so, like by the time you get to it, it's like they're already on your side. They're like, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Let's see him staple it exactly. to his head. Yeah, staple this to your head. Yeah. is anybody? What's the crazy thing somebody told you staple to their head? Uh, my balls. Oh, snap. Did you do it?
2: No, because okay. I, I have hepatitis C, so I can't um, do anything that involves, like, blood. It's a blood-to-blood yeah, disease. Yeah. You know, someone will have to get my blood into their bloodstream in order to have a chance of getting it. Hey, but you do that. I can't risk, you know, any sort of cross-contamination like yeah. that. So I would always tell every audience before I did Staples— um, specifically, um, I have hepatitis C. Don't staple yourself with my stapler. Try and impress your friends or look cool or whatever because they're going to think it's way less funny yeah. when you're bright yellow in the hospital 10 years from now. Yeah. On your deathbed.
0: Oh
1: man, not not, not a good look. Not
0: a so good practical they're, they're, joke. The request was to staple your own balls to your head or somebody else's balls to your head.
2: Some people have asked me to like staple my balls to their friends' heads or oh, to their heads oh, and stuff. Because because okay. sometimes what I would do, um, you know, I'd, I've I've stopped really doing staples anymore. But yeah. but um, one thing I would do is I would you know sort of look at the look at the crowd and gauge what was um, Practical as yeah. far as a, a goal, a melt. Yeah, and I would say, you know, say there's 30 people in there. I'd say, okay, if we can get up to $200 cumulatively uh, across my body, that's what these $5 tattoos here are for. The arms are five, the chest and back are 10, and the cheeks are 20. Boom, boom, bang, bang. I got four of them, each as rosy as the last, and that's, you know. Well, what yes, I would do, and then definitely. the forehead, you know, nice. I'd get 50s on the forehead. Um, and I would say, depending on the size of the crowd, if we can get up to 200 or if we can get up to 400 or 500, yeah. depending on, depending on you know, sort of the, the economic uh, stature of the, of the crowd and yeah. the number of people, um, yeah. I'd kind of break it down in my head. I'd kind of count the number of people and sort of do the math and be like, okay, well, I think I could probably get everybody to pitch in four bucks Wow. and that'll be 300 um so say if we can make it to yeah. 300 i'll staple my balls to one of my legs and then i would do, do that oh um,
1: man so so and, so like that's that's cool so it's like a it's like a you still play the the money game like you still oh, make, figuring yeah. out how you're making your money definitely and just by still it, hustling yeah yeah. yeah 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 hey so we gonna know each other for a long time, Hayes. Because this is what I'm gonna do when it's time for me to propose uh, after I have my fourth divorce. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a have you staple. Will you marry me, Janice? Yeah. On your head. Okay. And then you go turn to her, and then that's it. That's and then love, she'll right? marry me. Well, I, she probably will marry you because Oh you could, my god That you, would be so rude <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be
0: so rude It's like I say, Will you marry Amanda. Well, Yes well, That well, would well, be well, that they, would She,
1: she would probably marry him Because he's the clear alpha male <laughs> Within the room <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm gonna be in there With my shirt tucked in And this dude in yeah, Got tattoos I on tuck her, my uh,
2: shirt in too though uh, well, So she will She'll be really confused She's, yeah. gonna, she's gonna not know What not, to do know what She'll to do. marry both of
0: us Hey yeah. step with His boss his leg like, yesterday man
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like oh i can't really do that you know that's not really my thing but but you know i can say like silly stuff but so we i think we got a little off track to bring it back so you was hanging with these guys in new orleans yeah and they were mm-hmm. doing human blockhead they were doing uh other stuff like that and then your trajectory towards becoming soil swallow
2: yeah around. so um you know that that inspired me when i was much younger um and I, I sort of you know looked up to all of them they had like a cuz they were still tramps you know what i mean And uh but they but they had really fascinating and useful skills right mm-hmm. um and so it was something at the time uh, my only skill being basically like spinning a meth pipe around with a lighter under it i was envious of their of their abilities you know (laughs) um and i but i was pretty good at that meth pipe i do have to say i was pretty good at it
1: you were yeah that's cool i like that you have a sense of humor about all of that stuff (laughs) because because let let me see it shows that not only that you that have physical stability but mental too because thank you because dog. I fall off a bridge In the water Everybody gonna know About my struggle The first day They meet me bro I mean That's what like, talking about I'm like I'm sorry bro I, Like my boss <laughs> My boss Asked me to turn On some papers I'm like look I done fell off A bridge before I can't focus <laughs> 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 What do you mean I got a test Did you know What happened to me Last year
0: My <laughs> favorite part About the bridge story Was the crap. Two vertebrae in my back. Then the next sentence was, I walked back to, <laughs> to, the, to the bar. bar.
1: <laughs> to the bar. Okay,
0: yeah. so actually, like, the crazy thing is, I walked
2: back to the bar and I sat down and got a beer. And I didn't have any money, but like I had met one of the bartenders, was like mutual friends with another friend I had made since I got into town. I hopped a train out there from a halfway house I was living at here. Yeah. I didn't know where it was going. I was out of my mind right then I'd, I'd never hopped a train without you know blind like that without yeah. knowing where it was going um so i woke up with a camel staring at me like 10 feet away i was like where in the fuck am i Yo. and uh it turned out i was right by the chattanooga zoo and oh, i just real? like yeah and i just walked so walked was, into town so you
1: was in the thing with a camel
2: yeah, it, it was like ten feet away from me. Did he have like a? The fence. Did he have?
1: had oh yeah, a fence to him. Yeah. Okay. And he was
0: staring right at me. I was like, "What the?" fuck yeah he's thinking the same thing yeah he was yeah hey did uh, did
1: you ever have like a stick with a bandana no
2: no no that's called a bindle stiff it's called a bindle stiff yeah but uh, no i i think i made one as a joke one time you did okay it's just not a it's not with all all the uh reis and their no chase policies that they have nowadays there's just no no use in having one of those
1: yeah, man. Right on. Right on. I wish I knew what some of that was, but I'm gonna act like I do. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna act like I do. Confidence <laughs> is key. Confidence yeah, is key. That's right. <laughs> so, so, so I like how this podcast works. So New Orleans. So yeah, New Orleans. Hanging with the blockheads. Hanging with those guys. Yeah, um, yeah. So that stuff, you
2: know, really inspired me. And and uh, and I had figured out the blockhead. Uh, how it's done when I was a kid by accident, um, and I can't really go into it, but I figured it out, so I knew exactly how that was done already. But they had a certain finesse, you know, a certain mm-hmm. grace that they would bring to the table um, while performing it, which is what I was, you know, attracted to. Yeah, and uh, and there's a guy in particular, this guy Stumps the Clown, um, a few other folks. Uh, he, he was one of the group. They, so they formed a group back back then called the Know Nothing Circus. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was a, a bunch of folks who were sort of bringing, like, a, a dirty, you know, sort of, sort of like a, an avant-garde um, yeah. hobo-esque um, yeah. sideshow slash circus uh, ephemera. Yeah. back to New Orleans um with a with a certain panache mm-hmm. and legs that just didn't stop until they hit the floor <laughs> um but but they they just uh you know they had a really cool thing going on yeah. and they, and that, and then when people would travel through town somebody or another would teach each other certain skills yeah. or whatever and it was just this sort of amoeba you know mm-hmm. constantly of of uh of cool shit going on, yeah, and they and they sort of brought this uh, culture um, to to the sort of forefront of fringe hobo New Orleans. Okay, okay, So not so a very like, large forefront. But so
1: it was like a, it was basically like a clique, like it was like a, yeah. it was like a culture of yeah. y'all. Who yep. would hang out and do like cool tricks and mm-hmm. stuff
2: like that? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was kind of his heyday back then. Yeah. you know? Um. But now there's there's uh, New Orleans is and and a lot of a lot of places around the country are kind of oversaturated oversaturated with uh, circus really? performance of certain types because all the EDM festivals and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. There's a bunch of flow arts and stuff, which like uh, you know, and nothing against. Flow arts themselves, yeah. but but there's just such a huge like it has exploded probably like ten thousand percent the number of performers of like poi and so and so forth like this year compared to fifteen years ago. Bro,
1: that's crazy that you say that. Does this count people who dance with hula hoops? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bro. I be listen. I was in Afro punk uh-huh. and I was in this other. Other festival and it was these p- girls. They were like dancing with hula hoops, and I was like, "Hey, this not that impressive, bro." But but it was the fact that it was the fact that they <laughs> were dancing with a hula hoop mm-hmm. was still had me interested. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like. <coughs> <coughs> All right, I died, but it's kind of like I'm allergic to hula hoops. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like when you when when you see like somebody like a. a like when people watch love and hip hop, uh-huh. like they hate it, uh-huh. but it's like it's so ridiculous <laughs> uh-huh. that you like I can't stop watching. Yeah, bro. that's what
2: people felt like when we live streamed my asshole being tattooed a couple weeks ago.
1: what,
2: what people, that's what everyone said. They're like, it's like a car
1: wreck, but I can't stop watching. What, what did you tattoo? As a clown nose. You gotta wow, yeah, wow! I, exactly. I don't think I've ever been so out clown. Yeah, like I feel like an imposter. It was bro. a
2: blast. No, you're great. You're great. It's what's on the inside that matters. Dude, you know dude. what I mean? That's where it all comes so, from.
1: All right. So we got to make another detour. Cause what inspired that? Like what? What? How did that come about?
2: Some I gotta say, some of my favorite clowns. You would you would never know. From looking at him,
1: never. You would. So that's a thing. Yeah, dude. To, to me, it is. So wait, wait. So in clown culture, getting the red nose. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. no, no. I'm oh. just
2: saying. No, I think I'm the
1: only one that's ever done that. Oh, okay, okay. In the world. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying what made you commit to that like how did that idea come uh, well, about a
2: buddy was like uh, buddy who's the tattoo artist uh, was like uh, on Facebook he said who wants uh, he was like I want to black out somebody's asshole I'm dead serious you know I'll waive all the shop fees or whatever it'll be free to you it's just something I want to do um, you know who's down and I was like, man, look, you should have just messaged me directly because, you know, <laughs> I'm down for that. And so we were just going to black it out at first. And I'm a huge fan of, like, solid black yeah. work, tattoos. But, uh, uh, you know, then I was like, you know what, I I might as well just get a clown nose if he's cool yeah. with it because I, I, I love clowns and I'm a clown and. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. I think it'd be a sort of fun and funny way to introduce people to my asshole.
1: Well, well, if they got it, gotta, is. they got to see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If they well got to see it, it, bro. Might as well possess, might. you know, yeah.
0: it's a more power than that. I'm trying to think of what I'm going to get
1: now. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so New Orleans. Uh huh inspire <laughs>
0: we gotta get this yeah. story. no 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 yeah, I, like, yeah. I like it I like it cause so when, the, this all, when the story this all inspired ends, me early on right yeah. and right. then
2: um and then later on I hopped that train to Chattanooga right and, yeah. and when I got off after the camel I um I got off the train. I walked down. I didn't know what city I was in or state, or I had no idea where I was. And uh, I started, but I had a good sense of direction from having traveled, and you know, and so forth. It, It was just you know this inborn sense of navigation. So I walked towards where I thought town was, and it turned out I was right. And I walked across this bridge, which is the one I eventually jumped off of. Wow! Like a week later, and I thought to myself, I should jump off this bridge before I leave town. Yeah. Swear, to, swear on everything I love. Really? And I did it.
1: So you had a thought. Hey, yeah.
2: <laughs> I had a plan. All right. I went in with a plan. Uh, <laughs> executed. Executed. Man. And, uh, you Good know. To go. Broke my back.
0: So, uh, anyways. That's I, the best way to break your back, though. <laughs> with, with a plan. <laughs> with a plan. You could have stepped on a crack.
1: You could have. Man, right? bro. You could have slipped on the skateboard. You, you, I mean, like. Yeah. Like, you got. You fully committed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I,
2: but. I, did uh did the old uh if your friend jumps off a bridge are you gonna do it and, and, and I know yourself? the answer to that now no yeah. my friend jumped off right before I did what yeah bro and oh, I followed balls. him in
1: you did not share that earlier.
2: he was fine
1: so you your friend he went in off? like
2: a pencil I went in like a uh, gumby
1: what well, Hey, man you gotta earn that clown money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We know. We this podcast is no longer clowns. Wanna be Wannabe Wanna be. Wanna be. <laughs> but um. So all right. So you uh was inspired by New Orleans people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, clown, so I, I got off the train,
2: right, okay. and I and I walked across this bridge, and the first place I, I found that I felt like would be, like, friendly, because I was freaking out in my yeah. head. I was, like, real paranoid about everybody. I thought people were, like, I'm not kidding. I thought people were doing spells on me and reading my mind and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Um, I'd smoked a lot of meth, okay, yeah. mind you, for a few years before all this. <laughs> um. And so I was thinking a yeah. lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, weren't necessarily So you true. thought
1: he was like was casting spells and whatnot? Oh, yeah. Ah, freaking wizards. I, yeah, right? Um, I get sick of them, bro. So annoying. Uh, exactly, bro. Because <laughs> that's the noise they make. But <laughs>
2: it's the noise it makes when I slap them
1: exactly. with my mind, exactly. with my thoughts. Freaking, freaking wizard. Sore swallower. So, are so yeah. you so in Chattanooga, you're scared. What happened?
2: Yeah, so I walked into this tattoo shop because I was like, these guys will probably tell me where I'm at. Yeah. And it turned out that was uh, Lazarus and Pinky, two of my good friends nowadays that, yeah. that have the Subterranean Circus Sideshow in Chattanooga. And I've done some big shows with them since, but this mm. is probably... Eight years before I – six, seven, eight years, something like that, before I started doing Sideshow professionally. Okay. And they already had their own show, and it was called the Scenic City Sideshow, I think, at the, at the time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and they invited me. They were like, you're in – you know, Pinky's got fucking piercings all over her face. It was like more metal than mm-hmm. – flesh but at the time she's got less now in there was she um, the
1: lady she was did she stay in that house as well no
2: she okay, wasn't never mind. Okay. No, and um and and uh adam lazarus he's a huge guy big bright red beard really you know both they're both really um interesting like standout people yeah and so as soon as i walked in i was drawn to them mm-hmm. and uh and they were like look we got a show in a couple days um side show, show. Come, come, we'll get you in and, you know, we'll take care of you and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, all right, fucking A. Um, You know, and, and, uh, so a couple days later, the time came, I went to the show. Um, they performed with this guy named the Emotron, who was a fucking brilliant performance artist. And they were amazing. They were just like, they really captivated me. Um, and that was the first time, I ever saw a like full stage sideshow performance.
1: For a,
2: okay. Because um, all the the clown kids and Nola and stuff would, would bust, they would perform on the street. Yeah. Um and that was more sort of my bread and butter. That was mm-hmm. more up my alley, but like this was, you know, the other they were both different things to aspire to. Yeah. Within sideshow. Um okay. and so and so that sorta, of, you know, is, is, was your start extra with? sparked my interest. Yeah. And it was really great. You know, years later, now I perform with them. Uh, the last, last few years at the at Frolicon, um, here All in right. Atlanta, the big fetish convention. Yeah, um, I've done River City Rumpus, which is a big uh sideshow mm-hmm. event that they put on yearly in Chattanooga. Um, and uh, they're just you know, become friends. Wow, uh,
1: well, that's what's up. Uh so tell us about that first time, yeah, that you. So you, you're, so, so, you, so so all you're these doing things men,
2: inspired me, and then mm-hmm. and then later on, after I got sober, I came to date a, a young lady, um, um, who who does sideshow professionally yeah. and had been doing it for a few years, and she had a practice sword, um, and she uh, is a very very talented performer. Yeah. However, she's got one of the worst gag reflexes I've ever seen. So sword (laughs) swallowing for her was like probably not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, And she had this practice sword though, and when and uh, you know I decided it was something I wanted to do, and so I taught myself how to do it, and uh, quickly.
1: So you just Um, straight up just went down, and it just worked out. I
2: had spent many years um, as a severely alcoholic. Uh, person in, in New Orleans uh, yeah. when I was younger. Um, and this is right before I got into heroin when I was 21. Um, I had developed, developed stomach ulcers go yeah. bad. And, and um, so they were giving me reflux all the time. It was uh, awful. Um, but it was like, kind of manageable. Um, and overnight <clears throat> one day I woke up the next day and all of a sudden I think one of them ruptured or something like yeah. that. All of a sudden I couldn't hold down food, water, nothing. At all, wow! Um, And whenever I even if I took a drink of water, I would get like violently nauseous. Um, But I had to keep drinking, right? So I felt like I felt like I'd die if I didn't. And um, I went from drinking probably about a liter by myself a day of whiskey to it was a pint or a half pint. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. which. I can't really remember, but a small amount compared to what I was drinking. And it took me all day to get that down yeah and i'd take a swell and i'd and i'd just get violently nauseous and i'd sit there and i'd grip my teeth and i'd flex all my muscles and i would just like force myself not to vomit yeah so that the alcohol could take effect one Uh. one sip at a time so so wait and so this took me so after months of that right yeah i had just gained control over the 50 we have 55 muscles right that are responsible for swallowing and regurgitation each of them is an involuntary muscle movement essentially you know um at least when it comes to the gag reflex and so Mm -hmm. forth um obviously we can control when we swallow um but there are there are some reactive aspects to it that are involuntary and um one must cause all of these 55 muscles to to relax voluntarily. Um, and that's something people learn in different ways, and that's the way I learned it. Yeah. Um, and so years later, I just knew I had this, like, Gnostic moment where yeah. I just was certain that I knew exactly what to do. And, uh, and then I practiced and practiced and practiced and, and started swallowing multiple swords and, and really worked on my presentation and uh, and then it uh, became a full-time job. Wow. It's like
0: yeah. it's like kill bill when she went to see the the master and he
1: trained her up. But not even though. Well what would you about to say? He trained himself. No, cuz my thing, I'm There like, was
2: a there was like a divine like sort of exchange going on. Yeah. During this, it was like it felt to me that this knowledge sort of came to me as a gift that was being given as a sort of purposeful assignment, I
1: suppose. So the wildest thing is that. So in a weird way, your experiences in life gave you your abilities. Mm -hmm. So it's like a weird part. It's like a weird part of you. you It's like
2: this Mobius strip. Yeah. you know, almost that happened. It was like I was trapped on this one side of things, but that same like momentum carried me on.
1: Into, know, into, into what you're
2: doing now, uh, a beautiful experience. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I'll tell you, the thing that did that was embracing fear. Really, was embracing my fear and 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 not trying to avoid it any longer. Go, go ahead embracing it and honoring yeah. my fear. So when I, you know, when I'm in situations where i'm experiencing any sort of fear or fear or insecurity instead of trying to avoid my own emotions and avoid and or avoid literal situations in which i might be nervous or or uh, vulnerable i i dive headfirst wow into them false um,
1: expectations
0: wow. appear real yeah fear. yeah absolutely yeah.
1: yeah that's that's crazy man so so that's how you got to start. So now, I got some ridiculous questions. I'm all right, ask. all right. First, bro, what a sw- what? How what type of swords you like to swallow most? Katana's, or do you like you know what I'm saying the English knights type of swords, or you just keep it at a good good kitchen knife?
2: Um, kitchen knife is would actually so anything between like I don't swallow knives cuz they're an awkward length. Yeah. For me. Um the, it's actually better if they're they're longer than that. Like uh, I I I generally I like like the like you were saying like the knight's templar swords or, or crusader style sword. Yeah. They are double-sided straight blades, you know. Um and those are the Double sided straight blades generally are the kind I prefer. That's that's what I use. So you not like most. The,
1: so you don't like the guys that curve on one end. You like the well. Clean I have like vertical. a
2: Civil War era replica um, yeah. um, cavalry saber. And the curved swords are cool. I mean, there's all kinds of different. I have one. It's called a crease blade. It's uh, serpentine. For real. So it it wavers, you know, as it comes oh, down. That's um, those are really cool. Um, they're all they're all great. Um, and there's you know there's all kinds of custom made swords that look real kooky and and are are uh, very difficult and impressive uh, to swallow. And I've gotten to swallow some of those. I don't own any of them right now. I just have your basic regular swords i have three that i swallow together at the same time that are stackable Triple um, swallow? i need to, i need to buy more i'm sure right now i know for sure i could do at least five wow maybe more five i just don't one, have what's the, the record the gear bro? you know the record um, at the moment uh the you know i'm not sure what it is right now it's i think it's 54 54 at one yeah. time so they, in order to be considered for a record, the, the swords have to be a certain width and thickness and so forth. Um, and they have to be like a half an inch. Um, and I, I'm, I think by like a, a millimeter maybe okay, in width. Um, some, something like that. And they have to be 18 inches um, Over long, I believe. Of and so um, at last I checked, the record was held by Red Stewart. um.
0: Is and he, he, is he's he like,
2: like a, a He's t- the oldest practicing sword swallower sword. in the world. He he actually prepared. He worked on the same show as my ex.
0: Okay. Um so he like LeBron or Michael Jordan. Um yeah. he a exactly. legend. he a legend. Yeah. He's a legend. He the Absolutely. Logo. Bro.
1: Okay. So check this out. If I was you, bro, you know what I would do? Great guy. <clears throat> you know what I would do if I was you? Bro, all right. So I would take my swords, right? Yeah. And I get a purple bag of Doritos. Uh-huh. Okay. Crunch up the purple bag, yeah, okay, put in a bowl, put your swords in it, let them marinate overnight. You know, what delicious neck then when you taste the soy, it's like that good sweet chili flavor. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But At that I, point, I'll probably swallow some. I might try think? to eat the handle, bro. Man, man, I done ate plenty of handles messing with purple <laughs> d- bag mm-hmm. Doritos. You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some purple bags. I, I do you ever have like any like weird tactics like that where you're like, all right, let me do this so this can go by smoother?
2: Well, I have. Um in the past, I put I've like lubricated the sword with uh, olive oil, oh, or okay. you know, or things like that. Um, just I don't know, just because yeah. my throat was like extra irritated Tight. that night or yeah. whatever. Because I'm also a professional musician and yeah, singer, you and a, so yeah, um, I'd, I'm, I'm in a band now uh, called The Liquors. Um, oh. And and a rockabilly band. I play my own solo stuff. Um, yeah,
1: because I heard you. I seen on Facebook you play. You was playing. Uh, you was playing. It's a kid song.
2: Hokey pokey. You playing? Hokey yeah. yeah. Pokey I've in been a playing on top suit. of spaghetti a lot too. On top um, of spaghetti. It's so much fun. I, I'm I'm about to learn a bunch of kids' songs and because I I'm trying to do. Uh, I know about six or seven of them right yeah, now. You want to do, like, um, kids shows I want to sort of... do kids parties a lot. Yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna have, have custom kazoos made for the kids. That, oh, that's that's optional that the parents can um, pay for, um, and and there'll be you know the the name of the event, whoever so and so's twelfth birthday bash. Um, you exclamation make mark and stuff. I I I have a place to have them made. Dog, um, you gotta wholesale with that. And I got yeah, gotta, I yeah, gotta yeah, yeah, one yeah,
1: yeah. I need one.
2: That's a good idea.
1: I need one. I need one. Definitely, I'll use that on stage. Yeah, right.
2: I love it. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I'll, I got you. Tight. And, uh, and, and, you know, and then, so I can teach the kids to play an instrument and it's the only instrument I can think of too, like that I could teach a whole group of kids how to play mm-hmm. reasonably well in like 10 minutes. And then they could play along with me while I'm up there playing. Um, and, and it'd be a blast. Yeah. It'd be fun for everybody. I'd, I'd show them little dances to do like the monster mash and stuff yeah. and, that's cool, man. So much fun. Uh, is
1: this your is this your instrument right in here? That is, yeah. Type, type that one's
2: of. a baritone ukulele. Baritone ukulele. Yeah, it's ukulele. Really oh, from it's the I think from the 30s. It's right. an old harmony.
1: So it's like bar. It's like different types of ukuleles. Uh-huh. Yeah, hard, sounds, uh huh. Yeah, this one
2: sounds more like a guitar. It's got a deeper tone. It's actually tuned. Yeah. To uh, guitar tuning. Um,
1: so, what is your dream as a performer? Like, what do you what are you working towards? Like, what do you want to do?
2: I would, well, I mean, I would like to travel internationally, um, and perform in various capacities, um, either as a musician or a sideshow performer or a variety performer. I yeah. mean, I think the, the likelihood of me touring internationally as a variety performer, which is what I would prefer to do, to be able to do everything that I like to do yeah. um, for audiences, is that will that will take? I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's it's easier to get a gig in an established niche already. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know of any yodeling sword swallowers yeah. in the world. So that makes me stand out, but it but it also It's you know, hard
1: to build the market for it. Yeah,
2: so it's something I'm kinda of having to trailblaze in in certain ways. Um, yeah. you know.
1: So so yeah, so it's so that's that's kinda of a crazy story life that you have. It's it's because we brought you on here we was like, Man, we just gonna say some crazy stuff. Gonna mm-hmm. we'll say some crazy stuff back and it ended up turning into a a big old <coughs> life lesson about overcoming battles. Mm. And using your using the most inter, the most important part is using your hardships to create a better world for yourself. Yeah, you know, and, and I, for others that was the key. Yeah,
2: to it was was sort of, you know, I went in I I went into that AA program. Yeah, um, initially when I got clean, and I still go uh, to meetings occasionally. Yeah. Um, but it taught me most importantly the value of living by principles. You know, and that made things so much easier for me. It gave me a sort of a guide stone, um, day to day as to like, all I need to do is focus on like being honest in my actions and my words, um, having compassion and understanding for people, um, having courage, you know, in situations where I find fear, um, and so forth. And, you know, just a sort of a set of principles, the same principles that people in, in you know, any culture throughout all of world history, the people who are happy and fulfilled um, have lived by. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. just sort of wrapped up in a bow, you know, it presented in a certain way. And uh, there's, you know, I don't uh, there's a lot of things I disagree with in the way that AA specifically is uh, sort of formulated and presented. Mm. But there, there are these sort of profound, universal, timeless truths that are hidden in there that I was able to identify really with. identify with and, and incorporate into my life. And, and, and one of those, the biggest thing was, was service, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being, I decided to do sideshow professionally instead of counseling as a job because, I, well, A, I love performing. You know, I like to entertain people. and I and I really like to bring them into a a sort of a sense of of childlike wonder. You know, Um, that's one of my favorite states that there is. And um, and I also you know felt like counseling as a career. There's first there's a lot of burnout. Yeah. In that field. Um and. And it just, when money gets involved, it sort of complicates the whole thing and makes it murky. There's a lot of, it's you know, it's become a huge industry here because our drug problem as a country has gotten far, far greater, yeah. especially with things like heroin. Um, yeah. There's high school kids. Yeah. Shooting up.
0: Like, I read and about that.
2: Don't even think it's weird. Like, I've heard kids I know who are still in high school that I've, like, worked with uh, serving and stuff. um, uh, who talk about their friends shooting up heroin wow. like it's nothing and I that you know mm-hmm. I being a being a decade long you know really Struggling. bottom level heroin addict myself I didn't I I would have been like what you know when I was in high school yeah. I would have been appalled by that yeah. uh, I, you know and it's just like so commonplace now yeah. so anyways you know as a result People are making huge amounts of money off of that. So I decided it was something better left to me to do, you know, when I'm put in a position of service, I respond to it.
1: So I have a, um, I have a question as we wrap up. Mm, what What would you say, what are some of the things that we could do um, individually or organizationally wise, mm, if that's a word? Yeah. What are some things that we can do? Uh, to kind of help with that type of cause.
2: Well, I think, you know, the reason I mention that right now is that what what that did um, was it gave it lent purpose and meaning to all of my own suffering. You know what I mean? It gave it value. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives it value when I'm when I'm capable of doing that. And so each of us has all of our own experiences that we go through that, like, if we if we mi- take them mindfully and and use them as a bridge of understanding for the experience of others, you know what I mean? It, it sort of breeds a um, attitude of relation. Yeah. um rather than difference and separation and and yeah. that's sort of the one that it, it, I, that in my experience at least if not focused on mindfully my default setting will be one of like when i'm out in the world um like everything is some kind of a a threat or yeah. you know some kind there's like always some social at least some kind of social threat or or like uh you know, uh, separation. Yeah. Uh, and, and really, you know, when you get down to it, we're all essentially the same. We're all, we're all essentially having a shared experience with each other that, that like when, you know, when we, when we allow uh, – there's, there's an old saying that I found to be very true, and it's, it's suffering breeds compassion. Yeah. And, and we've all got our own <clears throat> suffering that we, that we go through or have been through. That we can use to uh, have understanding yeah, have for understanding others, and people. I think that is where that sort of opens the door naturally to everything else that we can do. If we're if we're if we're um, willing to really to really uh, encounter that daily, um, uh, I, I think our intuition is already in place if we engage with yeah. it. You know, to kind of bridge those other gaps
0: yeah well that's a great way to end it no 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 i got i do have to ask one question though Mm -hmm. to my fellow mulleted brother Mm. i just (laughs) wanted you to just speak on the power of the mullet yeah yeah oh yeah oh definitely
2: well uh okay i can feel this one um so for many many years right eons maybe decades uh nobody really knows Mm -hmm. the amount of time not uh, that
1: top.
2: There, uh, there have been people just letting their hair grow, you know, back there, but they don't want it in their face. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you got to clip, 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 clip. You got to cut the front hair off. You exactly know what I mean? Both. Get that shit out of my fucking <laughs> Get, face. Exactly. And then. But the back, you want a little bit of like, Super you creative. might not have a back scratcher. You might not have a beautiful lady to give you a back massage every but you day. Got you, know I mean? you got that hair You got brushing. that neck hair hush, brushing.
3: Brushing.
0: You don't it. Clean no up toilet. on my back. Uh, Let about. my brother speak, bro. <laughs> okay. And, uh,. Uh, man, I, I my! You know, I was just telling the non-mullet right. man to yeah, be quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This it, it, not your yeah, time, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's two mullets at the table. I need to
1: stand and the you job. Yes, yeah, so I should be quiet. Sorry. Right. Go ahead.
2: Well, but you know, again, it's important for us to understand our similarities between each other. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, so he's right. got, he's got hair. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. It's totally fine. And I don't then, have the mullet. You guys talk.
2: It's just not as good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, 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 but he's got close. hair. Close. Uh, he, not he, even close. Here's
1: here's what I respect though: <laughs> mullet, one dread, the single yeah. dread.
2: Yeah, the I had I had a whole head of dreads in the back, and and again when I was in Rikers Island, they uh, the CO made the guy cut the rest of my dreads off. He finished the whole haircut. It was fresh as fuck. It looked so good, and it was just what I wanted. Oh. And then the CO was like, No, 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 no. We don't do that here. <laughs> wait cut those off and he let me keep the rat tail just to throw his weight around so you you had
1: you had the mullet with the dreads in the back yeah yeah this is
0: (laughs) yeah that's what I'm talking about (laughs) that's my that's my goal he's
1: literally been for two weeks straight he's been talking about getting a mullet Mm. with the dreads Mm. in the back that's hard that's it's hard. pretty that's a fresh, pretty. That's a, that's a fresh look I like, I like that I like that and then
2: I had a partner Rocket Montana Um, she's one of my favorite people yeah. in the absolute world and uh, she, so I had my mom was one that was left was probably about down to here yeah. and I cut it off and, and gave it to her because she lives in New York City and I don't get to see her yeah. often and at the time we were dating um, and and uh she cut one of hers off and gave it to me so i sewed it into the rest of mine
3: oh,
1: and slow. gave
2: her mine to take with her so we'd always be with each other you know in some so way wait,
1: so this not all you it's it's part of uh, the girl yeah that's hey that's deep dude
2: and and that's
1: deep Every everything has a level to it it's she combed game. the
2: rest of her dreads out she's been growing these since she was 18 right oh, and she's her? 32 she's my age and and uh and she combed all the rest of them out. So this is the last one. This wow. Is the last, the last dread of rocket Montana. China.
1: Wow, right that's there. crazy. That's well, crazy. With you that- everywhere you go. That's deep. Hey, bro, I like the, I like how you rocking the vest with no Best, shirt. Bro. No shirt. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's yeah. why, that's yeah. why when he walked in, I'm like this, this goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a vest
0: with no shirt guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I'm one that it heart. It Feels good. I'm one it that feels heart. I'm gonna
1: get there. You know what I'm saying? It you, feels good. It's, it's like, it's like, bro. I'm super chill and fresh, but at the same time, I can go to a business meeting. Yeah, exactly. I like they
2: love book. it
0: when I walk into business, meetings. bro. When I first saw you, bro.
1: <laughs> when I first saw he thought you, he was coming from
0: a business meeting. Yeah, <laughs> honestly,
1: bro, I was like, "What is this dude from Wall Street?" You know, <laughs> but it's like, honest. When I first met you, bro, I have
2: slept on Wall Street before. Yeah, yeah.
1: How is that like a cool place to be at? Not really. No. The, uh, well, it's terrible. It is. It's yeah. awful. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody's like really lame. Or yeah. Yeah, they suck. But I'm saying, like, Mm -hmm. one thing, when I first met you, I was like, dang, bruh, this is the the freshest dude in the nonsensical way I've ever seen. (laughs) Perfect. I was like, bruh, it's a sense of style. I don't really know how to pinpoint it. But it's dead old And I was like That's hard bro Nice That's hard I can't do that man I That's what that. I'm aiming
0: for You know that's the ride right I'm trying uh, me, to say. Me
2: too really I think I nailed it That's, that's exactly You know Kind of what I think Of my own style as Just being You know I'm trying to be on point In
1: a nonsensical way That's exactly hey, that's, that's exactly it, it man That's Go. the word That's the word Wow bro. Hey so I see you got this instrument Right here Oh yeah You got this instrument You said you, you Want to play us a quick song
2: just uh, you know, please everybody out there in podcast land, um, just relax right now. Take a few deep breaths. I want you to allow yourself to sink into a a level of uh, relaxation and uh, an immersion with the uh, the energies that, that we're going to be in. Mm.
1: Mm. emerging. Uh,
2: rub rub uh, rub uh, rub, uh, rub out those crystals. Um, get you uh, like a tapestry. Um, With like elephants or something on it. Exactly. Um, Wrap that around you. Suffocate yourself uh, to orgasm. And then once you're done doing all that, um, just take a second to listen. Mm, Let's get it.
3: Of spaghetti all covered with cheese. I lost my poor meatball when somebody snoozed. That shoe rolled off the table and onto the floor. And then my poor meatball it rolled out of the door. It rolled in the garden. Under a bush, and then my poor meatball it was nothing but mush. squish, squish, the mush was as tasty. As tasty could be, yeah, yeah. My poor meatball is turned into a tree. He, hee 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 he, Loop ooh a lady, lady you do, a tree without cover I've covered with moss and all they grew meatballs and tomato sauce So if you eat spaghetti covered with cheese Hey, hey, hey. Oh, well, hold on to your meatballs, kids. Whenever you sneeze, hold on to your meatballs, kids.
1: Hold on to your, your meatballs, meatballs, kids. Oh, Whenever let you sneeze. sneeze. Hey, let me get around. Let me get one more. Now, hold on around. to your meatballs. One more time.
3: If you eat spaghetti, covered one with cheese.
1: cheese. Put on your meatball whenever you you sleep. sleep. One more time. If you You ain't
0: spaghetti,
3: spaghetti, I'm covered with cheese.
1: Put on your meatball
3: whenever you sleep.
0: Hey! On top of spaghetti, I'll cover it in cheese. I lost my poor meatball hey. when somebody hey. sleep. Hey. It fell off of the table. Hey, down to the floor. Hey. And then my poor meatball. It rolled right out of the door. hey, hey,
1: hey. Hey, hey. hey. that's a great <laughs> episode. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you coming. No problem. What's your social media? For people. Uh,
2: so you can find me on Facebook at uh, Cool Hand Hayes. Should pop up. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Cool Hand Hayes. Should pop up. Uh. You can also find me uh, on, on, wait, hold on, on Instagram, there's no spaces, okay? It's just C-O-O-L-H-A-N-D-H-A-Y-E-S, and I should have mentioned that earlier. H-A-Y-E-S is in, ha, yes, and <laughs> uh, you got that one right. So just type that into your browser um, and you uh, find me. You can also find me on my website, uh, google.com. Uh, and then you just want to type in uh, cool hand haze.
0: All right, class is out. Thank y'all for listening. Be sure to follow the Clown School Podcast at Clown School Pod on Twitter and Facebook at the Mandelman on everything. For Mandel, I'm Jory. I'm at Nutty Buster. Thank y'all. Have a great time. See y'all later. We out.
1: Ooh, your sleeping.
0: The next time.